But you put us in the 60s, uh-huh. 70s, uh-huh. we're getting 50, bro. We're getting 40. Like, I, I, so I, it's easier to score back then is what you're saying. It's not. I, one thing is I think the evolution of basketball has changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what I mean? I always say this too. Like, if Michael Jordan mm-hmm. was shooting more threes or whatever, because, you know, they saying more threes or whatever, this and that. I think if he mastered that, he would have been scoring 60, like mm-hmm. 65 mm-hmm. more than he did. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, so you feel like MJ's lethal in this era? Yeah, you can't touch him. What? Um, <laughs> you can't like, like. <laughs> I, I, I got to take your word for it because you played against Kobe, and yeah, I imagine like, like I'm, especially with the physical. Like back then, it was way more physical. We're not the same. We're not the same. Ooh, ooh. We are not the same. We we are not the same. We we're not the same. We're not the same. How are you living? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Appreciate uh, you having me. No, for sure. You're the first guest, so like, you gotta, <laughs> you're going to have to hold it down a I little got you. bit. I got you. Um, but for you that don't know, um, he was drafted, drafted seventh overall in, uh, in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, McDonald's All-American, yep. correct? Uh, second team uh, All-Rookie. Yep. Uh, what's it like playing in the NBA, man? Man, it's a dream come true, obviously, you know. I always thank God, you know, Lord and Savior for that uh, opportunity. You know, um, a lot of people wish to be in that situation, that position. So, you know, can't take it for granted. But it was it, it's a great experience. Uh, you get to play against the best players in the world and uh, just learn as much as you can and just learning about the whole business. Do you get more tired in a EuroLeague game? Or an NBA game, Euroleague game, easy. Is it more fast paced, <laughs> or is it just what's what's going on? I think with Euroleague, it's more. Um, it's no waste wasted possessions. I'll say it's more every everything is a gotta go one hundred percent, gotta go one hundred percent. You know what I mean? You know, uh, in the league, uh, and it's not to disrespect the league. It's just. You can you can you can get away with taking probably a couple plays, you know, gotcha. off a little bit here and there, and it's forty eight minutes. You know, here yeah. it's forty minutes, so yeah. that's yeah. why it's, it's probably more so intense. Gotcha. And we both know like how a Euroleague practice goes, but like for the young viewers out there, because um, for the viewers that I got, I got a lot of young viewers there, aspiring hoopers, um, yeah. and they want to know a lot about the NBA. So how do the practices go? Like how are they usually structured in the NBA? I know you guys got eighty two games, so right. it's real fast paced. Um, it's game after game after mm-hmm. game, but when you do actually get into a practice, is it five on five? Is yeah. it five on no? Yeah. Does it depend on how many days you got off? How does that work? Like you said, yeah, it really depends on how many days you got off. And honestly, it depends on how good or bad your team is. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if you're, if you're a good team, they, you probably won't practice as much, but you go over a lot of details, probably watch more film. And a lot of people don't know that film is actually practice as well. Gotcha. You know what I mean? When gotcha. you break down film, mm-hmm. it helps you. But in the NBA, I also say it's more so, uh, you get your individual work more than probably team practice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You get 30 minutes with your assigned coach and you work out. And then obviously y'all do probably 15 minutes of team stuff, but y'all probably watch video more so than anything because wow. schedule's so hectic. Wow. But, but okay. if you're not winning and you're a young team, oh, you're practicing. Gotcha. Yeah. And, w- and what is a day like? What does game day look like in the NBA? 
uh, as far as just is it similar to Euroleague, just chilling uh, in the hotel? Yeah, again, I mean, yeah. If you if you're on the road, shoot around in the morning. Uh, I mean, unless you got a back to back. But if it's no back to back, shoot around in the morning. Come back to the hotel. You know, get some food. You chill a little bit. Some people might nap and game at seven. Got you, got you. And you played against Kobe, correct? Yes. At least one year. Yeah, my oh. my, my rookie year was his last year. Got you. And how was that? What was that like? I mean, it's a great experience, RIP, obviously, but it uh, definitely a surreal moment. Um, I'm not a guy to get like you know super um, starstruck, but just having that relationship that I had with him, you know, he he texts me after you know a couple games as well, and he actually helped me as far as the mental aspect. So getting to know him on that end was probably more special than anything. That's what's up, yeah. man. That's what's up. But like you said, rest in peace to Kobe yeah. Bryant for sure, 100. Um, I'm a LeBron guy, and one day I'm going to meet him. I didn't met a lot of NBA dudes and played against them. But what is it like tying up, you know, strapping up the, the boots going up yeah. against Bron? Obviously, man, he's top five greatest of all time, in my opinion. Um, maybe top three to some. To some, the best probably. But uh, I think with him, it's more so just the preparation that he takes and the approach that he takes. Um, he's... To me, I think one of the, the talents that he has is his IQ, just like how smart he is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he probably doesn't have the skill set that a lot of people have, like the KDs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but mm-hmm. his, he's always two steps ahead of everybody. Gotcha. And I think that's what I took away from him more so is obviously everybody know about his physical specimen that he is For and sure. stuff like that. But going up against him, it's just seeing that like, dang, like he saw two plays before anybody else saw yeah, that. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think that's what, I mean, he had a triple double. The first time I ever played him, he had a triple double uh, against against us because we did my rookie year. So he got you. Yeah, and my bad. I'm trying to. Get, but the last thing I will say is, I was watching this documentary about Kobe. It was Kobe and LeBron, and Coach K from mm-hmm. Duke was talking about how with LeBron, he's more so, his voice is what like you know it carries, mm-hmm. and then with Kobe, it's more so like how there's my leadership. Got LeBron you, was his voice. You. Kobe was more so showing got like you. his work. But we played uh, Cleveland. He was at Cleveland at the time, and I was turning around. I was running. And I caught it, and I heard his voice. He was like, ball, ball, ball. And I was like, dang. Look, like, instantly I thought about that. I don't know why, but I was like, okay. Like, I see the, the voice that he has that carries. That's so crazy. Yeah. Tell me about my man that everybody let to hate, Russell Westbrook. Let me Fill me in on Westbrook. What, what, what's it like? Man, playing against Russ is it's kind of similar to here. You have no plays off against Russ. I, I, when I say that, it's because in the, in the NBA, you might play, I mean, I'm not going to name no players, but some players, you know, okay, this play's not going to him. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I can kind of like, not necessarily chill, but kind of, you not as aggressive to try to make the stop. But with, with Russ, man, he'll break a play at any time. He's so aggressive and relentless that you got to be ready every single possession. Do players complain a lot out on the court. Like, if they're not getting looks, if they're not getting shots, are they murmuring under their breath, dang, he need to pass the ball? Like, yeah. like is it a lot of that going on? I mean, on? I th- you being a hooper, us being hoopers, I think that there's always that going on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yo, swing that. We need one more, like, one more extra pass. But it's a respect level, too, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you uh, respect, like, I played with Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. one of the young stars coming up. And mm-hmm. it's like, damn, I got to swing that a little more. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. if you can get on each other, I think that's the better that is. And, and sometimes I'll be like, yo, keep it. Like, yeah, Do you feel like he is 
overlooked because when I look at his stats, mm -hmm. I look at his numbers compared to other people, and I don't even think he made an All-NBA team. Mm -hmm. They were number one in the West. Yeah. Um, wh what do you think that is? Is that just about location? Uh, I think a part of it is location. Gotcha. Uh, you know, being in Utah, small market. Um, yeah, honestly. How did you like Quinn Snyder? Loved him, man. He gotcha. wanted, wanted a, probably one of the best coaches I've ever had in my life. Uh, Real smart X's and O's guy, mm -hmm. you know, offensive genius. I look at it, and what's funny is Quinn actually looks a lot at Euro Europe like mm -hmm. type of basketball. Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of Europe type of basketball plays. Gotcha. So, and I mean, I, that's one thing I respect about the Euro League and just European teams is just that they, they, it might not be as athletic as back home, mm -hmm. but it's just th their IQs are high. Because the thing is, like. When I was going, I signed to Grand Canary in Spain. Royce O'Neal had just played there the year okay. before. So then he ended up leaving going to Utah. Yeah. And I'm looking like, dang, people getting up out of here. Yeah. And then I seen him sign an extension. And mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, I guess that was really possible. Yeah. But like, even like when you entered the draft, because mm -hmm. I remember the hype around you, the yeah. buzz. And I'm like, dang, that's the kind of a player that's similar to my game. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they, they letting, they letting it rock. I'm yeah. not saying like yeah. I, I wouldn't like we. I'm, I'm Moody, right, but right, I'm right. like, dang, that's kind of inspirational to see a player yeah. that you know they wouldn't say favors the jump shot, but yeah. just is out there just kind of dominating, yeah. just you know attacking the rim every time. I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up. So, yeah. so huge props to you um, it, for that. And I just want to kind of get into that situation. Mm -hmm. So, you signed to SMU, right? Yeah. You decommitted? Nah, I never decommitted. I just signed and I left and just went to China. Yeah. And so what was that necessarily about? Did you just feel like, I don't want to go to school. I feel like I can just go get this one and done and then yeah. enter the draft. Uh, a lot of things went into that. But f first and foremost, it was like, I want to do, you know, I want to change my family's, uh, my family's life. I wanted mm -hmm. to change my mom's life around. You know, she was working multiple jobs, mm -hmm. single mother. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't want her being in that situation no more. And um, obviously, it was between Kentucky and SMU. Gotcha. And SMU didn't have a... A great year that year, so gotcha. it's like a red flag. Gotcha. They, they yeah. was like, yeah. "Why would he choose SME over Kentucky?" But I really chose it because Larry Brown was there, gotcha. and also yep. my brother mm -hmm. was there. People didn't know that. Gotcha. So gotcha. that's and 15 minutes away from the house gotcha. I'm from Dallas. So, um, but NCAA came out said I probably was gonna miss the first 18 games. So you you was you kind of had a injury riddled season in mm -hmm. China. Yeah, man, uh, uh, had a bad ankle sprain. Uh, and honestly, a lot of people don't know this, but I only played like 12 games there. But people mm -hmm. thought I came back home, but I stayed there because I was just like, what am I going to go home and do? Mm -hmm. So I just rehabbed it there and worked out with the team. Uh, our team was pretty good, too, gotcha. up there in China. And Who's the other American you playing with? So uh, it was like three. Um, Will Bynum. Gotcha. He came. Mm -hmm. um, Jeff Adrian. Gotcha. He was there gotcha. a little bit. And a guy named Chris, uh, Chris Carter. I, guys, I'm damn. My bad. I forgot his last name. But Chris was there, and um, and I was there. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. So y'all kind of had like a little powerhouse team. Yeah. And when I when I went down, like I came back in the playoffs, mm -hmm. and then when I came back in the playoffs, you know, we made the semifinals, but um, we lost to Stephon Marbury. And, yeah. Of and, course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. He the black Jesus. Over yeah. There, for sure. His own for statue sure. and everything. Yeah. That's crazy. That's mm -hmm. wild. Yeah. Yes, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, but do you feel like that one year hurt your your draft stock? Um, because I mean, seven's still pretty high. Yeah, yeah. I was. I'm obviously. I don't. I don't regret anything. But I was projected, you know, top three, mm -hmm. top two, whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think me getting hurt 
maybe he did do something. D'Angelo started playing real well mm-hmm. in college at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the big Jalil and uh, Carl was, you know, holding it down. But um, the only thing I'll say that probably was different, I would have probably got a lot more, a little bit more knowledge from gotcha. Larry Brown. Gotcha. But me and him are still like this till today. Was he upset that you didn't? I mean, for a little, at first he was, but he understood. He was like, you want to change your family's life. Mm-hmm. And like I said, to this day, me and him are still close. Like gotcha. he texts me, check up on me. I call him, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I call him like my grand, he's like my grandfather, to gotcha. be honest with you. So, gotcha. um, and I, if I talk to him right now about basketball, we're going to be on the phone for two hours. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what's up, man. Yeah. That's what's up. So for me, like even when I'm looking at your situation over the years, you typing your name on YouTube, it's, you know, those conspiracy theory yeah. videos. And I'm like, they really put a lot of slack on a guy who came into the league as a teenager mm-hmm. with a bunch of expectations. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard yeah. to kind of live up to. But do you feel like it was more so? The team, the situation, the coaching, yourself, what, what would you kind of... Yeah, I always say, um, especially to rookies or young guys coming in, because, uh, you know, everybody wants to get picked number one, wants mm-hmm. to get picked with lottery, whatever. Mm-hmm. You want to get drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always say now, like, you want to go to the right situation. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not about pick teams, whatever, right situation, right timing. That's how it's, you know, that's how it's going to go. A team that's going to let you develop mm-hmm. and, you know do those mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And that's no knock on no teams that I, I was on. But like you said, you know, I came in high expectations. And at first I didn't, the first couple months I wasn't delivering how I needed to. Mm-hmm. And then it got better and better. Uh, but when, I mean, what, what it, I mean, how were you supposed to deliver? Do you think, or what, what were their expectations for you? Yeah. Um, I guess being that high of a pick, uh, they they want you to come in and be uh, in the hype that I had immediate impact as far as mm. Mm. potential all star mm. in the next two years like mm. a year and stuff you know mm. stuff like that and it, it didn't go that way but I didn't regret it but my thing is every year I was happy that I was progressing mm-hmm. in something mm-hmm. I was getting better and better and when I got to New York like we weren't that good but my game grew a lot because Fisdale who was coach at the time he just let me rock mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and by that time you know I didn't I didn't see everything from starting to being a guy I it makes me appreciate basketball I love it and your coach at Denver was Mike Malone Mike Malone gotcha yeah. so if you had to start bench cut I ain't putting you on the spot like that. But just think about Fisdale, Snyder, Malone. I I can kind of guess and I can kind of come to a conclusion. But it's no no knock on. uh, Like I said, it just wasn't the fit for me. So where do you feel like you should have been drafted? Um, So Philly made me a promise at three. Mm -hmm. Um, And they wasn't, obviously wasn't that good then. And Joel Embiid, um, they found out that he re-injured his foot or at the time gotcha. so they were like okay we have to take a big now because he's not going to be here mm. so they t- they went and took Jalil gotcha. which which eventually in my opinion hurt Jalil too uh-huh. because uh-huh. Jalil averaged 17 his first year yeah you know what I mean so like that's why I say it's about situation tough. so you was about to be a part of the process a part of the whole time, time. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole time, the whole time. Yeah, that's the. Oh, I can see you in Philly, man. Yeah. You'd have been able to spread your wings. Yeah, it would have been cool. New York too. Yeah, 
Yeah, New York, York too. I, but you finally ended up getting to I New went York. To New York. Uh, had your best year there. Oh yeah, loved it. So loved it. my my only thing is when I look at your career and like you said, like the the stats, you had your best year. But do you feel like that year was respected? Why do you feel like you maybe didn't get um, an extension mm -hmm. or something like that? Um, that's a good question. I think it's probably more so we we weren't winning. Mm -hmm. You know, we weren't winning, but. I've always had respect between with, with my peers, mm -hmm. and I think that's probably one of the most important things. Just knowing that, like a, a player like Steph or some Curry mm -hmm. comes up to you, like "Yo, I see you. Like, keep doing what you're doing." Mm -hmm. Like KD, like they tell him. You know what I mean? When you get that respect from them, to me, it's like, all right, like I know I can hoop. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's, it has nothing to do with basketball at this point. So. um I think everything happens for a reason. I don't regret nothing. New York made the move that they needed to make. And if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have went to Utah. And True me going facts. to Utah was, I think, another good experience. I needed to get on a winning team. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So how does that work? When you're a free agent, mm -hmm. You kind of how often are you talking to your agent? Yeah. Uh, often, especially during the free agent process when free agency can start. Majority of the time it's in July. Gotcha. So, uh, it's we speaking almost every day. Gotcha. <laughs> so it's like anxiety. Almost, yeah. Gotcha. But the thing is, if you you just don't know, it, it, like especially players, they like to look at, okay, what did this player get? What did this player get? Mm -hmm. So yeah, like, yeah. do I of fit course. in that? Of you know course. what I mean? Is that my market or whatever? Mm -hmm. So um, in a sense, you kind of want to come out in the right market too. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. That's, so, that's a yeah. fact. That's yeah. a fact. And it's kind of weird because it's like, what has been the perception or the reception of you coming over here? Because me being a hooper and understand how it go, yeah, I'm I'm a strictly Europe guy. People yeah. ask, why don't you chop it in? Be I'm like, yeah. like you said, I respect my peers, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, these dudes been working. Yeah, you yeah. know, they work hard, and you know, it's a, I ain't gonna say it's political, but we know yeah. what it is. It right. is what it is. So I'm like, I'm getting older. I'm not even trying to go down that yeah. road. But I, so I've seen my share of NBA guys come over here. Mm -hmm. Some make it, some don't. Yeah. What was your direct messages looking like? <laughs> was anybody coming crazy at you? From from overseas? No, just, just like from both sides, like fans, um, family, I, why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people was like, why Why do you feel like, you, why are you going? Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, the the fans in, in Conus were in Lithuanian teams, Yaga's team was happy. For sure, it was for, like, sure for sure. You know. They're not as happy right now because we're not winning. Yeah, but, yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah. but they were showing love. But like you said, it was a mixed emotion for everybody. But for me, I took it a year off last year. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I was just like, man, I just want to go get out here and, and hoop. Mm -hmm. Like, And I had some interest in the NBA, but I was just like, I want to go like feel, feel like I just, you know what I mean? I want to hoop, like be free a little bit. So I think making that choice and – with them, literally, they called me, like, the 21st of August, and uh -huh. it was like, E, like, do you want to come? Yes or no? Like, let us know. I said, yeah. Like, I'll, and it was literally like that. I packed two days, and I flew out the next, like, a couple days later. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What do you want to get back to the NBA? Uh, I would love to, yeah. Is that like a is that a goal, or is that just kind of like if it happens, it happens? I'm a type of person that I, I, I don't. I told myself coming, like you said, I came in at 18 at mm -hmm. a young age. I just told myself like probably two years after because I was so like basketball. Now it's like I don't let basketball 
control Dictate, my life. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I think when I when when I let that go, I was I felt as free as ever. Mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm, honest with mm-hmm. you, I felt like wow, like I'm interested in other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in this, like yeah, whatever. Yeah, like yeah. I just want to play to have fun. Playing. Yeah, yeah. And I let just God control everything else. Like I go back. That's that's great too. And I'm a keep approaching the game how I approach it. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, and I feel like that's big. Like, for me, it was the same way. Like, when I went to, I had a rough pass, whatever. Yeah. So when I finally got back on, mm-hmm. like, the straight and narrow at ASU, yeah. I obsessed over basketball. Right, right. Like, how well I'm playing first few years out. Yeah. And once I let that go, yeah. everything just <laughs> changed. Like, you know, the family, the yeah. basketball, I was just more calm, yeah. more at peace. So since we've already touched on that, how big for you is your mental health or your mental space? Do you feel like... It's needed. Do you feel like you've seen NBA players suffer from thinking they're too good for, let's say, a, a counselor or, yeah. or stuff like that? Um, what What do you see in the day to day as far as mental health in a in the NBA and with yourself? Man, I think that's a great question. I think it's it's probably the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your mental health and uh, your beliefs on what you how you approach life mm-hmm. because. How you approach it is how you're going to dictate how you move. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And in the NBA, I always tell people, like, you probably want the money, the millions and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, like, I've seen the the richest players or whatever, some of them, and they're miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not, they're not happy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, for me, it's more so if you need your peace of mind. You need your happiness. And I would say, like, material stuff don't buy happiness. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to be like brag or whatever but like i drive ferrari like ferraris whatever mm-hmm. this and that like you you thought that would have made you feel like oh like you know what i mean this mm-hmm. is it but honestly it don't do nothing to yeah, me no yeah. more like you know what i mean like so i think just being mentally um clear-minded and and uh for me you know i'm a big believer i'm a i'm a believer mm-hmm. so like that's my thing that's what keeps me insane and that's what keeps me going got you got you you got a crib back in the states. Yeah, what Dallas. city in Dallas? Dallas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get a big crib for no state tax, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get you, <laughs> you can get, get something nice there. Your, your crib, all right? Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm good. It's got a you. blessing for sure. So yeah. how how was it going from no money to seeing all that money? Yeah. Um, can you give any advice just to the kids on what you? I mean, not per se what you did with mm-hmm. your money, just like what? Okay, let's start off with this. What was your first biggest purchase? Uh, I bought my mom a crib. Got you. Yeah. So you and your you, your mom still has that crib to this yes. day, and you have a separate crib. Yeah. When I go back to Dallas, sometimes I'll just stay there. Just got you. And then when I wherever I'm at, that's where I'm staying. Got you. And did you just pay that outright, or was it yeah. like payments on it? Not payments, and then obviously like to build my credit and stuff. Got you. Know how that got goes. you. Yeah. Got you. And and you got how many cars? I have a Ferrari, uh, a Mercedes, and I just got rid of my Range Rover. Got so, you. Yeah. Was it Range Rover high maintenance? Yeah. Got yeah. too high. Too high, yeah. It was breaking down every rip. Yeah, every time the light coming on about something. And I, okay. I, don't, I mean, I don't rec- I'm not high on recommending that for people. Got they, you. Yeah. Got you. So, how do the paychecks work in the league every two weeks? It, however you want to do it. Oh, you can set it up. You can set it up how you want got to. Got you. And they don't take the taxes out. You have to do that after. Yeah, your tax team and stuff like that. Is yeah. there any sneaky wording in the contracts that you've seen? As far as. I don't know. Just is everything just straightforward? Because you know, overseas you yeah. get caught up in. Yeah, yeah. I I would say so. I would say everything is straightforward. Gotcha. Especially, I mean, you got to read it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Everything is straightforward. Uh, 
obviously, you know what I mean, you got your your bonuses if you do this, do mm-hmm. that, do that. Mm-hmm. So for some people, it might be shoot 40% for the year from three-point. I mean, like, you do that, then you get your extra bread. And some, the big contract, you make first all team, this and that. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. That's why Jason Tatum was a little bit upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so in closing, what are your thoughts on Luka Doncic? Uh, I think right now, man, in my opinion, he might be top five, top you t- ten. Yeah, top five, top, top five ten. what? Players in the league. I got, okay, I got okay, five, wait, wait, wait. I got five fingers right here. Okay, okay. You know what? You know what? I'm going to say top ten. I'm going to say top ten. Because I've had this conversation with my boy. I'm going to say no order. No order. Okay, okay. No order. KD, uh-huh. Bron, uh-huh. Uh, Giannis, uh-huh. <sighs> Steph. Uh-huh. This is where it starts to get sticky. This is where it starts. This is where it starts. Man, I I want to throw. I gotta throw James in there. Uh, of course, I, I gotta throw James. Of in course. There. Okay, we rounded out everybody's top five usually. Okay. Now it's the second five of everybody's list That's where it not, starts to never, get loose. It's never gonna match with anybody. Yeah, yeah, think. yeah. For sure, for sure. So what's your second five? Man, you got. In my opinion, you have to throw Luca in there. Uh huh. Luca's in there. Mm-hmm. Um. Dame. Okay. Dame is in there. You going Joker? Yeah, that's my boy. I'm going I'm to go Joker. Okay. See, but, but <laughs> it gets We're tough. We're here. We're here. A- AD. <laughs> okay. AD. Okay. But the thing with AD is people get mad because he, he don't stay healthy enough. Okay. I, I don't, we we don't got to hold that against him. He just won a championship. I'm Listen, cool with that. And, and, and I'm biased to that because dude didn't drop 50 on, two, on teams that I've been on. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So, is AD really... That he's like that. <laughs> Do you ever feel like there was a time when AD was top three in the league? Based off of what you've seen, it would have to have been in the last five years. I mean, top three, that's uh, that's, that's tough. tough. That's, that's tough. tough. I mean, that's because you've always had the, the KDs, the Bronze, and so AD's a unicorn. That's what you're saying. Yeah, he's easily he's tough. Yeah, yeah. And man, uh, uh, somebody that I really want to throw in there, but I mean, people probably and I'm biased because that's my guy, but I really want to throw Devin in there, mm-hmm. Booker. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think. I, I would throw him in top ten. You doing? I, I would throw him in top ten. I, I've had this debate probably, especially during the finals. I, I and I'm not just bi- being biased because I know him, but I, I think a little bit. I think a little bit. And let me tell you why. A little bit. It's no way D book is over Zach Levine, in my opinion. I had this debate. Listen, in I, my I, I, had, I had. We said Bradley Bill, Zach Levine, um, and Devin. Which which one of those three you take? I got to get rid of Bradley every time because he's, to me, he's just empty stat king. Okay. And I can say this on my podcast, but now I'm on here with an actual NBA player, so this might try to go somewhere. And if it get legs, yeah. Bill, I don't want no problems with you. <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't, but all, but all I think, I'm saying I think, is, I think they all different in their own, in their own right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you think of Jason Tatum? I love Jason Tatum's game. I love Jason Tatum's game. Um, the thing with, with with Jason, I feel like it's something that I don't know if he needs to win mm-hmm. or what, but like I'm one of the best. How many superstars are in the league? Now I'm just you, asking them you, stuff you know, that repeatedly comes up on my podcast. Yeah, yeah. How many superstars are in the league? Legitimate, legitimate? bona fide superstars. Honestly, y'all, because superstar is different than star. One thousand. Yeah, I, I would say mate five. So Luca's not a superstar. Five, six. 
He's on his way. He's on the one thousand. And honestly, and honestly, you know what? Last, last year, I really, I was really gonna say the bubble year when mm-hmm. he was going crazy, but mm-hmm. I think. And I'm not me personally. I hate looking at numbers. Mm-hmm. Of course, of like course, I, of course. I, numbers don't lie. Yes, mm-hmm. we say this, whatever. But for me, it's like you can just. You're a hooper. You know, you can look at somebody. They can have eight points that game, but it's like, bro, he can do way more mm-hmm. than that. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he ha- he has mm-hmm. it. Like mm-hmm. the way he's moving, this and mm-hmm. that, and like a lot of people feel like they hate Giannis's skill, mm-hmm. but. That's because you, you're a skilled guy. Yeah, but the yeah, thing yeah. is, if you're somebody that just appreciate his dominance or whatever, of course you're going to put him in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, for sure, 100%. Do you feel like a lot of NBA players have a lot of hot takes? A lot of locker rooms, a lot of hot takes. Uh-huh. From the locker rooms that you've been in, mm-hmm. the players that you play with, do you feel like they all know basketball? <laughs> They all feel like it. They all uh, they all feel like it, but but it's different. Yes, gotcha. Yeah. And and to me, like, what 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 would you say knowing basketball is? I feel like there is no such thing. To me, I feel like everybody has a hot take. Yeah. But you got the top ten. You got the standard top ten yeah. where Larry's, Hakeem, yeah. Magic, or Tim. You know the ten that's going to be in there. Uh huh. Then you got the guys like me. <laughs> I look at it like KD's done a lot. <laughs> yeah. Steph for sure has done a lot. So you putting Steph in your top ten all time? I feel like nine ten should be Steph and KD. Oh rip! And I just because people say I don't respect the older generation, I do. But you put us in the sixties, seventies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We're getting fifty, bro. We're getting forty. Like I, I, so I was, it's easier to score back then, is what you're saying? It's not. I, one thing is, I think the evolution of basketball has changed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like. You know what I mean? I always say this too. Like, if Michael Jordan mm-hmm. was shooting more threes or whatever, because you know they saying more threes or whatever, this and that. I think if he mastered that, he would have been scoring sixty, like mm-hmm. sixty-five mm-hmm. more than he did. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, so you feel like MJ's lethal in this era? Yeah, you can't touch him. What? Um, <laughs> you can't like, like. <laughs> I, I got to take your word for it because you played against Kobe, and yeah, I imagine like, like I'm, especially with the physical, like. Back then, it was way more physical. Yeah. Now yeah. it's an offensive game. Like you giving him the advantage. Gotcha. So like, gotcha. For sure, he's. That's tough. So hold on, I, I'm shocked that you said nine ten. I, I feel like I feel like when I look at Magic Johnson and Steph, I feel like they're very similar. In what? In in as far as well, the point guard. Okay. It, the I mean, it, Magic played with a lot of all stars. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. did Steph. But I'm like, man, Steph was really getting busy out there. Nah, there's no doubt he's getting busy. But Magic I, I, was I, too. I, yeah, I think Magic my favorite all the time, so I'm biased to that. But I do think, I do oh. think Steph. I Wait, do. Who's your top ten, or top man, five? Your top all five. time? Yeah, all time top five. Man, I just as, know as of today, as of today. Yeah, who's jumbled in there? As of today, no, no order because no. I don't like. No. I got Magic, Michael. I got Hakeem in there. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, Hakeem is, Hakeem, <sighs> Hakeem, I, I am throwing Kareem in there. Okay. I am throwing Kareem in there. See, I'm not going to throw Will in there because I, I just didn't see, I didn't see. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, Are you going to throw LeBron in there? Yes, LeBron's in there. But why it take so long? <laughs> <laughs> 
You you was dabbling you about who else, yeah, yeah, yeah. who else could have made it and who didn't. I'm like, what is going but, on? But right see, now? but I'm not gonna lie though. When when I started thinking about all time, no disrespect to Brian, but like instantly, like I don't know why I, he wasn't the first, like just to think about because I I got I going back to history, to history of the game, but that's fair. And it's it's wild because. The older I've, I've heard, like Charles Barkley said, like they don't have Brian, and like some some mm-hmm. don't even have Brian. I'm like, which is wild. Which is wild. Which is a little bit wild. I think as far as he is by far, I've never seen nothing like that. He had the the hype in high school, mm-hmm. and he surpassed mm-hmm. the hype that he had in high school. Mm-hmm. So he he definitely top five. He's top okay, five. change your gears real fast, real quick, because I wanted to ask you this: yeah. top three cities in the NBA that you that you like been to. No, that you that like them your favorite cities. You circle them on the calendar. Uh, just to go to to plan. Uh, you circle it on the calendar. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> New York, Miami. And honestly, I love, I'm by Dallas, man. Really? They got good arenas. All three. Yeah. Do all the NBA like all the arenas, rooms. locker yeah, rooms, is all yeah, everything. Yeah. The only one that was kind of like. Week for a little bit was Detroit, but they redid it. Ah, I got yeah. you. So everybody now is pretty, pretty good. Got you. I honestly think, man, it's... I had a conversation like this in a month. No, man. <laughs> I, I forget what time it is. <laughs> no, man. I think, um, I think we all good, man. Yeah. Thank you for, not thank for you sure. for tapping in, man. We're not the same. What's up to all the Players' Choice supporters out there? Just finished the first episode of We Are Not The Same with Emmanuel Moutier. He dropped a lot of gems this episode. Um, Thank you for tapping in. We'll have a lot more people on here. This is only the beginning, um, so stay tuned and hit that subscribe button, please, and like the video. Thank you.